damn, Nelk got fucking Donald Trump on. Right? Like, Fucked. Like that, that's huge for Nelk, right? Whether you like them or not, yeah. or whether you like Trump or not, right? But then I really thought about it. I'm like, okay, if you really think about it, is it really a W for Nelk or did like Trump need that value as much? Dude, right? like, I'm Trump telling get as you. Much value out of it? The, the, I think it's like, yeah. it's more even than people yeah. think. It's not yeah. as one-sided, right? Or else he wouldn't I mean, do like, it. Sure, or else Nelk, he would, he's, like, not, he's not a charita charitable guy. In this week, public.com acquired Otis. Uh, Nate, do you know what Otis is? Dude, I have no idea. Public is the, the stock trading app, right? Yeah, public is a stock trading app where uh, everybody's portfolios are public. Their, their whole, oh, I don't know if that's actually true, but like the whole <laughs> mission is to, is to make stock trading and, and portfolios and personal finance more uh, transparent mm-hmm. where you like really talk about it. You can see people's portfolios and like really get social with it, right. like social trading, right? Uh, but they acquired Otis, which is a platform that allows you to buy ownership into like uh, NFTs, like real life collectibles, like like a big bear brick or like some like or art, right? And you can buy like a share of like is it so it's like uh, fractionalized or fractionalized, pretty much okay. fractionalized digital and real assets, right? Digital and like culture assets, right? Right. They want to make uh, they they really want to have like a marketplace for culture, so they acquired them um, and. Yeah, it's by Jordan Forces, you know, like here the CEO says public will become the first platform where anyone can invest across stocks, crypto, and now alts, which is the term they use all alts. in one place. So what is like the regulatory, like how does that, like alts, like, like I, I mean, you know, alternative asset classes, things like that, you know, real estate and, and maybe like, but are they talking about alts like fucking like sneakers and like any sort of like yeah. marketplace, I, like shit I like that? Like, yeah. I think like imagine like one of the rare sneakers, right? What's like the rare sneakers? Like re- easy red Octobers. Okay, there's, there's something there's like that. Be something better than yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, just to have like fractional ownership in that, and then as like as you know, like some sneakers just like increase in value over time. Like you see, you see on StockX, man. Right. Like, StockX, like, you, you crazy. Got some of those bro. old Nikes, old Jordans, those retro, you know, like '80s Jordans, man. That like year over year, they just get increase in price mm-hmm. more and more. Mm-hmm. So. I guess, uh, I guess, yeah. You just you, you buy a share in that. It's it's um, crazy, and 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 you you could you know hold sell whatever, <laughs> just like a regular stock. But I think that's super interesting. Like their belief, like Otis's belief was like everybody's modern portfolio should like contain like alts, right? Like yeah, and you could kind of like consider an NFT as alt because um, it's like it's not your traditional asset class. It's it's interesting because I, I I've actually I listened to a podcast where they bring on you know, a lot of these founders that have these alternative investment platforms. So I've heard of, you know, alternative like farmland investing. I've heard an alternative like masterworks with art, like you get a Basquiat, you can get like a Mona Lisa, well not Mona Lisa, you can get like some crazy shit um, and, yeah. and, and get some a banks and, shit. And, and yeah, 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 banks. Yeah, yeah. And so like, it, it is really interesting, but I think like people need to remember like, it, it, you could get a little bit of like a shiny object syndrome, right? Where you think that you want to like have a diversified portfolio, but like some of these products don't maybe have, you know, strong returns in aggregate over the long term, right? So like, yeah. like you know. It is, pre- I, I mean, I think it's pretty hype, but also it's like, you know, think about it. A lot of rich people, they, they do buy art because A, they do like collecting yes. art, right? But their belief is that also, you know, this piece of art might- Art has outperformed, like, I think the S&P- 
in in uh, over over really? over like over like I I can't remember what the time period is, but like <laughs> it, it, I think it's like the the index. There's like a there's like a blue chip index of art that like Masterworks has, and it's right. I think it's outperformed the S and P in the past decade. I think. And how is that different than buying a share in? Something that Otis right, has, right? right? right like, exactly. if, if, if you, what you're saying is facts yeah. that has outperformed the S&P, right? Then, hey, like, like buying all its, yeah. uh, is, you know, yeah, very, is, is a thing. Very interesting, man. It, it is very interesting. So this is a pretty interesting acquisition. Um, like, I think public just trying to be that all, all uh, like that all-encompassing platform for, for social. And they're really going after, like, younger people, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're, like, with the pandemic and all that, like, a lot of, Younger people, our generation, got really into personal finance. Yeah, and it's through like apps that are like make it super easy, make make it super cool, kind of like public, like Robin Robin Hood making it super easy, public making it like kind of cool to like do stuff, and and uh, and now like Otis, uh, yeah, which sells shares and pretty much things that are culturally relevant. Um, so. Yeah, That's nasty, it's, it's a pretty interesting. It's a new wave. Man. Yeah, man, a new wave of, uh, of investing. What do you What do you got with the What's the South by Southwest stuff you got in the dock here? Yeah, so there's this NFT collection called Doodles, and it's a really, really expensive NFT. It's just really, um, I, if, if anybody's listening that is a fan of Doodles or or Doodle holder, I don't know. I maybe. fucking doubt it, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not too sure, but I'm sure they have a great. Maybe roadmap, if you right? do, can you these, message like, me, please? Tell me, tell me, please. Yeah, it's just these colorful uh, NFTs, right? That have been like pretty hype over the past, like whatever. Uh, but Reese, like a week ago, Shopify just like literally on their Twitter and Shopify has a great Twitter. Like they have a great brand voice. Like Shopify like, is so sick. People love them on Twitter. Great stock, by um, the way. They just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's down bad. This yeah, year, exactly. Right? It's like, a value play right now. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's a value play right now. Hey, not financial advice. Yeah, not financial. But anyways, they changed their entire socials to like all this doodle stuff. Right. And they just started like interacting with other doodles and people were like, why are they showing this NFT? Like what is going on? Uh, but they just announced or like they launched a store or like an activation front at South by Southwest uh, this year with Doodles, where it's literally just entire big pop-up activation. You remember that like Travis Scott, like uh, Astro World, yeah. like Mary yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. where it was just, like a blow up balloon of his mouth <laughs> and people had to walk through his yeah, mouth to get so into like the festival. Yeah. They pretty much did that with Doodles. That's crazy. And it, it, was a, it was a super cool activation, very cool activation. And like it gave um, Doodle holders like special access and like exclusive experience and all that. Um, those open in public. And it was kind of like, uh, it was, it was kind of like, you know, uh, like the NFT world, uh, you know, meeting in real life, which is yeah, super cool. That's insane. And then I think at South by there was uh, that Casey Neistat um, documentary as well that came out on David yeah. David Dobrik, man. Um, yeah, dude, so there's a lot of happiness out there South by this year. I wish yeah. I was there, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was but, it was insane. But I, I I was looking into it. I'm really interested um, to look into it because he's going through a couple of scandals and they've they've came back up. Like you and I follow that pretty closely. And I, I just think it's interesting how have we talked about it on the spot? I don't think about we Dobrik? have. I don't think we have. We can we can chat about it for a sec. Yeah, but it's interesting because uh I mean Dobrik's been in a lot of hot water recently from like um like the his friend uh with a sexual assault case mm-hmm. or like and him being complicit in it and then also to like almost hurting his one of his friends and like close collaborators, Jeff, in a yeah. near fatal incident. But it's it's crazy because like uh, this documentary you're talking about by Casey Neistat, for those of you who don't know, another like legendary YouTuber, uh, he was supposed to make a documentary about Dobrik, uh, who's, again, another big YouTuber, uh, over the span of like the past- like, 2019, maybe, I, I think, think it started. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So past three years, right? And it was supposed to be like just the life of like the biggest vlogger, biggest internet celebrity in the world and like his come up and like all that and like, and, and, and what it's like to be him, right? But it ended up capturing his downfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's a very unbiased take of like what happened to Dobrik in the past like two, two years. That that has led to his downfall, and I, is it is it public right now? The no, the, it's uh, it, I, 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 I don't believe it is, and I was like looking for it. I was gonna watch it tonight actually, um, because yeah. I just think it's it's insane, and like I'm pretty sure, like from what I've heard, it just talks about the scale. Like I did not know how big Dobrik was. Like he's an actual celebrity, like a proper proper mm-hmm. celebrity. Like he's massive, and um. Like I, and I think about before. I mean, even arguably now, he's transcended like the what people consider influencers yeah. to like a traditional celebrity. He, he absolutely uh, he is. Has shows with Discovery. He has like a lot of deals with like uncommon brands um, that just reach out to him, pay him back to do nothing. Yeah. Um, but but it's he's at that scale where it's like uh, I mean, pre scandals, he could have like just not posted for like months and then come back and still get like the same attention same views yeah that's when you know you've made it as celebrity and there's a couple there's only a handful of influencers right now or uh youtubers um whatever you want to call them that are at that level (laughs) yeah dobrik was there and i think logan paul is there right now where he doesn't need a post for like four months but he does something in 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 the media and public and boom like everybody's like holy shit absolutely it's kind of like like where actors are you know like if you think about it Actors, like, yeah, they might be active on IG or whatever, but, like, I mean, let's use Leo as an example. Does he have IG? I don't think he has IG, I, I'm right? not, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, don't quote me on that one, but, like... <laughs> I think he does. Like some don't actors know. don't have IG, right? And they don't do anything for four months. They might, like, like TMZ might, like, catch them, like, doing something weird, maybe, like, mm-hmm. once or twice. But, like, they drop a movie, like, once, like, twice a year, yeah. and, like, boom, they're they're in the limelight again, yeah. right? Dude, you like, know who's, but, who's crazy on social media? Like, every... If you see them... Like the video is gonna get a hundred million views. It's it's Tom Holland, man. Tom Holland is like probably mm. the biggest celebrity right now. Like at least on this in, on social. Fair. Like people, yeah. and obviously it's because fucking it, it was part of the biggest movie in, in the past few years since the pandemic. Yeah. Um. He's fucking Spider Man, of course. Uh. But I think like I saw this video on TikTok of like this girl like just meeting Tom Holland. Dude, he has sixty four million. Yeah. Followers. He's fucking huge. Insane. It was literally like this video, and it's just him just basically waving. And it's, it has like a hundred some some odd million or like something crazy like that, and um, yeah, it's just insane to see some of the influence that that some just people have over other people. I I, I think it's fucking, I, it boggles my mind. Like not to say like not to take anything away from a celebrity, but like like a lot of creators work their tail off to try to like hack the psychology of the viewer. And then just think if you were like that fucking sick that you just pull up and like that's the hook. Like to me, that's just right. like insane. Um, the the gravitas that some yeah. of these folks have, but yeah, yeah, man, um, for sure. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I would like to say digital creators are getting there, but like sometimes, like we take a step back and see how big truly, yeah, traditional celebrities are. Yeah. and it's like, hey, hey, like it's it's a different level, but I think it's also a different game. Yeah, it, it is a different game. Yeah, just a hard pivot. Got to get into Russia stuff, Ukraine guys. I know, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> so we're just like- Straight 180. Just straight 180. Go from just digital to real world Real world stuff. shit. So, let's talk about what matters. So, so you know, things are things are getting bleaker. Bleaker and bleaker. It's it, every really? time I, every man, every time I open my phone, it it's like, it's edging closer and closer to like what we all don't want, which is a world war. So right, right now, like recently, um, 
there was an American journalist, uh, his name's uh, Brent Renaud, you know, uh, rest in peace. He was like an award-winning documentary filmmaker. He was sh shot and killed um, in near the front, like in Ukraine, uh, right outside of uh, Kiev, I think. So to me, mm -hmm. that's like a high profile. That's like just, I don't know, that, that feels close to home. When an American on foreign soil gets killed and they're a prominent person, um, that, that's pretty fucked. Now, he wasn't on, he was on his own assignment. Like he wasn't on assignment with like Washington Post or like New York Times or like Wall Street Journal or anything like that. Like he was just his own dude um, for yeah. that time and point in time. But I think that's like pretty pivotal. And this got a lot of press. And, you know, obviously the White House is likely has to have a statement on it and things like that. So that's that's gonna land in America to be like that, that's fucked. It's just gonna grab a lot of that. And then there is a there is a strike, um, a military strike right near Poland, like the Poland Ukraine border. And basically, I think Biden and them, Biden and them, Biden and the White House and and, and the U.S. has <laughs> has, has has deployed a bunch of troops, and they did that weeks ago along NATO nations. But um, right. if if there is this on the borders, and, and there is this thing where. I was listening to, I can't remember what it was, um, what the saying is, but it's basically when like somebody fucks up, does a stupid mistake, and then it triggers a war. I forget what the term is, um, but it was from a password. Kind of like how World War One happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's what, who, what was that? What was that? Uh, the Duke and the Duchess. Something. The Duke and the Duchess getting assassinated. So, so, something like that. I can't even remember what the fucking term is, but basically what it is is like. Um, France Ferdinand, that's, that's the thing. I can't remember. What's that from? Let me look that up quick. That was back in 19, I don't know, something like that. Anyway, he, we, we, it was a triggering event. It fucking triggered a war. If Russia, if some, you know, they're, they're striking near the Poland border. If they even so much as like hit a grain of fucking soil on Poland and like there's any sort of collateral damage, bang, it's on. And it's on like crazy. You think? I, it, it is that that's technically what'll happen if if I believe Poland has the call on that. But if they if they say, all right, man, fuck that, we're in, then we're right, all in, right. and then it's like NATO is just gonna go off if 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 Poland's even so, touched. Like that's scary. That's big news. Um, and you know, apparently there's a lot of tension as well with with other nations and China is like playing both sides right now, talking out of both sides of their mouth and like. Nobody knows what team they're playing for, and um, there's there's this stress on you know ramping up production for like oil and natural uh, resources because of you know Russia and things fucking up, and then there's the grain, right? Uh, and and all the all the all the you know commodities are crazy. Yeah, D let's talk about the sanctions real quick. And then like every everything now, and I think we talked about it last week, right? Like a lot of it was like uh, like uh, like all, all like other things, but even now, like. In the media and the internet, mm. right? Like all these big tech companies, yeah, out Russia, yeah, they shut down. Uh, they shut down things. Facebook. Um, they're like they're like investigating Meta. They might like I don't know pursue some legal shit. I, I don't know what the fucking point of that is. They Russia, 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 Russia is they're doing like a criminal something. But anyway, they shut down Facebook. They shut down um, Instagram. They're on the verge mm -hmm. of shutting down WeChat. Or what is it? WeChat or TikTok? No, no, WeChat, China. Yeah, no, China. no, no, no. WeChat, I think, is actually used a lot. Or what am I thinking of? WhatsApp, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Uh, I, I think like eighty, a lot, like a high percentage of Russians use WhatsApp. So that's why they haven't shut it down. That's owned by Meta as well. So they're right. they're shutting those folks down. A lot of people are pulling out. There's this fucking thing on Russia is is gonna like basically occupy 
pulled out nation. So for example, McDonald's, they were saying, well, we're just going to open up McDonald's ourselves. Like we're just going to basically take off your trademarks or patents or, or they're, they're going to de-legalize it somehow. I, I can't right. remember the term. Right. And just fucking basically run like a bootleg and McDonald's. And just make franchises anyways. And just make believe. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's it's insane um, what it's coming to. And and it seems like they're just so invested and they're, they're really just pushing forward. And I mean, there's not really too much to be optimistic about in terms of like the negotiations. U.S. isn't making any progress from at least what we're reading. I don't know. It, and not to be doom and gloom, but like I'm telling you, bro, every time I open up this motherfucking like – I, I check every morning and I'm looking and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, worth, it's, worth, it's worth, it's worth, it's damn bird app, bro. Yeah. Fucking tweet yeah. Twitter, man. So I don't know. It's, it's such a grip on us right now. Have you been watching it or have you kind Both of, of have you, have you even checked out with it? Man, I, I was pretty heavily invested last week and, and this speaks to the privilege of us living in the West right now. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like we, we have the privilege to check out. And just like not paid. I mean, you've been paying attention like really closely, but this week, it's just, just been a busy week for me. And I'm just like, hey, like, I'm just gonna like not pay attention, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, again, so privileged. To do that, <laughs> right? but it's, uh, it's, yeah, well, it sounds bleak. It definitely sounds yeah. bleaker. Let's not say bleak yet. Yeah. Right? Bleak, uh, bleaker, bleaker. Sounds a bleaker. Yeah. 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 But yeah, all these tech companies shining down Russia, now that's big. Um, yeah. That's because usually they t- try their best to take a neutral stance. Yeah. Uh, well, ish, uh, maybe not, maybe not, uh, <laughs> ish, uh, maybe not in the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they've definitely been trying to le- lean left, been leaning a bit more, to, uh, liberal. Yeah. So I was watching, or I was actually listening to this podcast where they were talking about how, how like nuclear energy has gotten this like crazy bad rep because it's just been associated with like nuclear bombs and, and nukes like, 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 and, and, and Chernobyl, uh, Fukushima, I think it was, um, or there was like some meltdown in Japan that happened that was terrible, um, and 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 basically people were very scared, and and that got used as like a like anti nuclear thing when really like nuclear is like one of the cleanest energy nuclear energy like nuclear energy nuclear energy clear, nuclear, nuclear, nuclear energy not nuclear. not nuclear bombs you gotta you gotta make that clear it <laughs> should be that, that I'm talking about the, the it's the cleanest energy yeah. source one of the cleanest that we have and like. Countries, I'm pretty sure France has a pretty clean, like they're pretty segmented in terms of their energy and they're like, they're cool, they're chilling. But like Germany, who's really dependent on Russia, was basically pushing for for years to 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 not do nuclear and get away from nuclear and all this stuff. And now they're fucked because, right. and, and apparently their carbon footprint hasn't improved much at all. So they, 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 they not only have fucked themselves, they, they're, they're actually net like not very good to the world uh you know global globally with uh, global warming and their carbon footprint yeah all <laughs> them cars they produce man but it's just it's <laughs> oh german but it's just insane oh, like german engineer go ahead go ahead yeah like I, i've heard for a long time that like nuclear energy is actually at one of the cleanest sources and that it's it's like one of the ways yeah. that we we, we got to lean towards if we want to yeah you know Save this damn planet. <laughs> but it just from, from, from you got this change. horrible but, rep, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even me, like with with with, with no context, I I think about nuclear energy, and if I didn't know, I'd be like, yeah, isn't that kind of scary? Because like yeah. we've had nuclear leaks in the past, like Chernobyl, like that, that's just it's. I mean, obviously it was a fucking crazy tragedy and, and and shit shit scary, but like I think from then, like there's just a lot of like advancements and like you know precautions put in pay, place, like a lot of things have been yeah. like, developed to make it better, but. I, like 
that's someone that hasn't dove too deep into this. Like, obviously, yeah, there's some absolutely. And it's just like, I don't know. I, we're all armchair experts right now. The entire world is just winging it, trying to whatever. And like, everybody's reading furiously to try to understand this stuff. But I, I think it, I encourage everybody to, to look into it more because it, it, it honestly, it's a fucking awful tragedy. But I feel like I've, I've honestly learned so much about these different like issues and topics that I wouldn't have otherwise um, learned about. And, and so I think like continuing to pray for Ukraine, it's, I'm not saying that this is a positive thing at all, but I just think it has been, what I'm saying is that I, it has been quite interesting hearing about all these like global issues and these things that nobody was thinking about before, or like not enough people were thinking about or pushing on or like nuclear energy actually isn't all that scary because like before this whole issue happened, like if you asked me, like you said on the street, like, you know, is nuclear energy, like I'd be like, kind of like dodgy about it. I'd be like, ah, I don't know, you know, cause you hear about Chernobyl, you just, that's where your head goes, but you don't think about all the other, you know, scenarios where like, that is just insanely unlikely to happen. And even with the issue that happened in Ukraine, where I'm pretty sure it was just like a one-off building that they were hitting, they weren't even hitting the actual plant plant. Like it just scared the shit out of you. You're like, oh my right. god! Like, thank God, thank God, we don't have a nuclear plant. Yeah. You know, because like that's just been the shit that's been pumped in our head, you know, by the media. And, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that like let's be, that was honest, pretty fucking that was scary. scary. Of um of of like them saying Russia was like bombing a nuclear yeah. plant. Like, can't lie, and that definitely didn't help. Nuclear it it did. It didn't. But that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. All of it's incomplete information because you know the Wall Street. Journal and, and Washington Post, New York Times, they're reporting on it basically saying the New York, uh, uh, a power plant has been attacked. And it's like, that's all you see. It's like, well, fuck, that's not good. But when, yeah. like, it's just early reporting. It's like, oh, actually, like, nah, we're all good. Like, it was, it was just like this, like, you know, like this <laughs> office building, like that was off the, whatever. So I don't know, really interesting, but I think learning about energy and, and how dependent countries are, like, I think you're going to see this global sort of like separation you everybody was talking about and like we learned in a lot of our business classes about globalization and how that's been impacting business and how you know the world's getting smaller i think the world's actually going to get like a little bit more separatist like a little bit uh, bigger because now russia is likely going to be a esg like which what that means is like investment funds are going to not invest in russia or russian based companies or russia anything out of like ethical reasons because ethics-based investing is is massive right now. It's huge. And I think it's just going to be interesting to see, like, how that kind of plays out with not, you know, investing in Russia and Russian investments and things like that. You see Nelk on Trump? I mean, Trump on Dude, the Nelk podcast? Dude, I, I watched it before it got taken down. I think it's still up on podcast, I, but I watched that as well. Okay. Yeah, I watched that movie for taking that. I wasn't gonna watch it, but I was like, wait, like if you really think about it, this is the first time Trump has really like, made a public public. I, I mean, made a public public thing. Right? Yeah, and it's like my, my initial response was like, damn, like this, like despite like whatever, like it being Trump, I'm like, damn, Nelk got fucking Donald Trump on, right? Like, like that that's huge for Nelk, right? Whether you like them or not, yeah. or whether you like Trump or not, right? But then I really thought about it. I'm like, okay, if you really think about it, is it really a W for Nelk or did like Trump? need that value as much dude right? like, i'm telling you i think it's like yeah it's more even than people yeah, think it's not yeah. as one-sided right or else he wouldn't I mean, do like, it sure or else he would. he's like, not he's not charitable they're not going to do it 
B, it's like, dude, like, you, you all know the scale of milk? I'm sure, I don't think Trump does, but I'm sure some close advisor to him that told him to do the fucking podcast was like, yo, these guys will pull like like 20 million views in like a week, bro. You should do this, bro. Yeah. And it's like, you have no better platform to do it on right now. Yeah. You're banned off everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. you have like Truth Social, yeah. which I think is, it's his own like uh, social media I think media it's thing, like fucking it flopped. Might be doing well. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure I'm it's flopped sh- so far. You think it flopped? I, saw, I know their launch like, was a this, fucking disaster, but I don't know what where it's at now. I heard... I, I think there might have been issues with the app, but like I think their launch was like their number one apps. Was it? I haven't okay. heard about them since. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but anyways, yeah, like that shit slapped. And then uh, Trump was like, the the big thing, the big story was that Trump in the middle of the podcast was like, yo, they're gonna probably going to take this down. No, he didn't say probably. Um, he yeah. said that when they take this down, how are you going to react? And it was pretty crazy because he basically called yeah. it, which was, I mean, when you... He he just he just must know that they they you know they consider everything that he says misinformation and he knows that if they have a misinformation policy they're gonna take it down so he basically <laughs> uh, you know he basically said that like yeah like if you have a, a crazy backlash which I'm sure they did I haven't you can't actually see it because dude this fucking thing hit 10 million views I think in like a day or two and then it got taken yeah. got yanked and so exactly. like like what what first of all that would have done you know. 20 30 40 million views like i mean who's not watching that podcast or like a part of it it's it's donald trump for the first time and, and yeah, with like the fucking exactly. youtube I was channel like, i was like I, I remember just seeing like the thumbnail i was like he's gonna say some bullshit like i'm not gonna watch it but then i was like man that's fucked you have to he hasn't it. he hasn't sat down and like talked for 60 minutes yeah. in since he got impeached yeah i mean since uh he lost the election yeah. right i was like fuck yeah that's actually big. Yeah. And yeah, lo and behold, it got t- taken down, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. But I mean, you know, so. it wasn't like that, you know, crazy. He basically was just criticizing Biden and, and talking about like how yeah, fucked Germany I, I was thought, and like, like all that kind of stuff. We were talking about it. I didn't think the podcast was too spicy. I think it felt like Melk was kind of scared to ask some spicy stuff. Um, but like it was a very regular, like y- you'd expect what Trump would say mm-hmm. if asked if asked for those topics. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of hard to grill yeah. a guy, like a, you know, a, a past president, even if it is Trump, who is like this fucking very, you know, polarizing figure. <laughs> like they, yeah. they try to like get into the weeds, but like, to be honest, like, like I love Nelk, but they just had no business like grilling him on certain questions because they just don't know. And so like, he's just speaking and they're just taking him at his word. And like, I'm sure political yeah. people had their way with, with some of the clips in terms of like, just how off, like he'd say some shit, and my I was watching with my brother, man. We just laughed so hard. Like this guy's yeah. so out there, man. Like, but dude, he he was like talking about I forget what topic it was, and like I, I like he he just kept repeating it, yeah, like three times. And I was like, did I accidentally rewind it? I was like, yeah. oh no, he just said it again. But tremendous, uh, tremendous, yeah, yeah. It was fucking yeah, that that happened. It was that was fucking crazy. <laughs> so Bitcoin apparently had a little bit of a rally too. Biden came out with this like exec order or like this, basically this this thing that he's putting forward to to research into crypto and and not necessarily condemn it or regulate it heavily, but he basically issued an executive order to ensure the responsible development of digital assets in the U.S. And the order provides a foundation for numerous studies to help guide and understand tech uh, that is new but growing fast. So it's kind of a nothing burger in terms of like spiciness or like craziness or speculation it's basically saying hey the u.s wants to like learn about this and like take advantage of this as as best as we can and and so like i think that's pretty insane i think dude digital assets 
in 2016 were like 14 billion. They're like three tri- three trillion now digital assets, which is fucked. That's like NFTs, crypto, like everything. Mm-hmm. And so I think the US is just trying to get ahead of this. I mean, they're kind of behind the eight ball, but like get ahead of this in terms of like, they see other nations maybe picking up some steam or maybe using it. And so they want to be the industry leader or what, or in, not industry leader, world leader. And I guess like yeah. potentially putting forward like a digital coin or something like that, which I don't know, you know, money already seems so digital as it is. It's like, what? what's the, like, would we just convert like our currency to like, like a, like on a chain or something? Like how, how would that even, how? <laughs> I think we're far, we're far away I think, from I think we're very again, far yeah, away from I, that. I, I think this is a, this is definitely a, a, a whole lot of nothing, which is pretty much uh, what has been going on with crypto and government laws in the past like three years. Yeah. Uh, not, not much movement and, and they just don't really know what to do with it. But the, like, you, you can cut this if this is too niche, but do you know who uh, Prof Galloway is on Twitter? Yeah, yeah I know. Professor He's Galloway. Like, yeah, know, Scott know, Galloway. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Mr. King of Cold Takes. But uh, today he tweeted out, like, I'm doubling down the most innovative payment technology and store value, USD. Yeah. And everybody just went off of him. Because it's kind of, A, it's kind of a meme. People, <laughs> I mean, no one knows if he's a meme because, like, this guy just, like, just has the coldest takes ever but everybody's like crypto winter's over bro yeah Yo, everybody buy now yeah, buy yeah, now yeah. i'm long crypto and he's all like that. a he's, he's like a big replied. crypto skeptic um, isn't he he's of everything wrong skeptic yeah he was very uh bearish on like tesla like very early on and then he just got destroyed and i think there's probably like an anti-scott galloway index fund now I, I think that exists i think there's a lot of funny indexes like the like the, actually uh, like nancy pelosi index yeah, 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 yeah. and like the the you know the the anti-scott galloway index where it just does the opposite of everything he yeah. does um and and yeah apparently some of them like perform well i don't know if the real indexes but i i i some shit like I that wouldn't be surprised if there, there there is sure there is an actual etf against arc investment so kathy wood um that's you know the big right. famous like manager of our time, Kathy Wood. She took a long crazy position on Tesla and then really boosted them up, saying some fuck shit in the media, and has been proven right. Mm-hmm. But then it basically took a nosedive over the past year with all the tech, like the bloodbath of tech. And so like right. I, I think bloodbath. there's literally an ETF that just is shorting everything that she has. It's the it's yeah. the inverse. Those are the funniest. Those, man. Fucking, Those are the funniest. Crazy, man. And it's so crazy that they exist. This is awesome. Yeah. That's top tier meme. It, it absolutely is, man. But moving on, dude. I we don't I, guys, it's all Russia, Russia, Russia. And we kind of just touched on it, but I think the last sort of story that I want to talk about, which which is completely off topic, but did you see Tom Brady's coming back? <laughs> it's so I did so I remember exactly where I was when I saw the Instagram post but like people were saying PR is done people were saying like what the hell yeah. but I, I mean I mean whatever if you think it's, I don't think it's PR stunt. I think it was like he genuinely had a tough decision to make like his family over like his true love yeah baseball I mean fucking football yeah. um, but like yeah man I mean regardless if you fucking hate or love the guy like the league's better with that story man yeah. I think leagues are I think sports the, like sports is stories and when there's more stories in sports the better it is for the consumer whether you hate or love the story yeah. whichever side you are on the story you know what I mean it's so crazy 
So there was an auction that day, yesterday, I think it was, earlier in the day. Right. Um, well, a guy got the last ball that Tom Brady had, and he paid $518,628 no. for Brady's last NFL touchdown ball. No, what is it worth right now? I, I don't know. I mean, if I'm him, I'm returning it like or trying to get my money back because like he got fucked. He probably can't, to be honest. He probably can't. There's probably some clause saying, hey, no, give this final sale, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final sale, buddy. No insurance on this, yeah. baby. You know what I'm saying? So, so hey, that is definitely not his last one. Yeah. I, <laughs> for, first, first in. That, that, that's going to take a nosedive. That's, that's, that's tough luck, That's buddy. the thing. You, you can't, with collectibles, it's kind of talking about like how the fractionalization of, of different markets and getting accessibility to these old assets and things like that. It's like yeah. there's less information and regulation around them. There's less information, but there's also intangibles like Brady coming back that you can't. You can't. Maybe that you can count for more. That that should have in his mind always been a possibility. And honestly, it was a pretty decent possibility. Let's be real. I I, I was shocked when he retired, bro. And like I was just like so like like I don't know. It's just. I just wanted yeah. to bring that up. Quickly, there yeah. was a firm belief of a lot of people, a lot of people saying like, even as like someone that doesn't watch football, yeah. I'm like, I know the sentiment was like, yo, is he really retiring? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. I guess like, see you next it's, year, it's, man, It you seemed know? like that. It seemed like that, man. But dude, what, what, what wrecks you got, man? We'll just kind of close it off. What wrecks I got? Uh, I don't know, man. You know what I want to watch is that Inventing Anna thing on Netflix. What's that about? I'm pretty sure it's about this girl who defrauded like a bunch of people. It's like a, you know, Elizabeth Holmes with mm, Theranos. No, I don't. Um, do you know uh Tinder Swindler? <laughs> yeah, I do okay. know the Tinder Swindler. So it was like, it was like a fraud, fraudster. She, Theranos uh, with, with Elizabeth Holmes was basically like, she was just like crazy CEO, this like health tech CEO. And she was just com- a complete fraud. And now she's going to jail and shit. With this girl, this is recent, right? The Theranos I, thing I is like this. in the past couple of oh, years. No. But inventing Anna, okay. I think, hap- like this. It's based on this girl who was like this, like New York person who was like doing these crazy designs or office spaces or something. I don't actually haven't watched it, but she basically like just is a complete fraud. Um, and those are always interesting to watch, man. So I gotta watch that. I'm, I'm actually planning on watching that. Nice, nice. I, I don't think I got anything on my end. Uh, I. I I just been seeing a lot of Jack Harlow on my feed recently. Jack Harlow, I, I don't like. Yeah, he's been just doing a lot, man. He's like hanging out with Drake, bro. Like who, 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 like it, it's 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 awesome. Like he he said he said in a lot of interviews, like yo, like Drake's my idol, right? Like I think he's the go. Like he, I I I I model a lot of my like my my rap game around him, and like now that I'm hanging out and like but he met his idol and like they're collabing. I think Jack Harlow is just up right yeah, now he like, is, in terms bro. of culture. He he's is. he's one of those guys. He's like one of those internet first kids yeah right? like he grew up on the internet he's like our age right he really understands social media he does. and uh, and all that and and he really caters towards like gen z people mm-hmm. right even though like you know like jack Hollow is for everybody he got bars for everybody yeah. but he's just he's dope and he's like starring in like white men can't jump the reboot oh, is he? right uh, as a guy and i'm like man like there's no better guy to do yeah that. like come on now you know what i mean so yeah. like look out for him i mean it's no secret that he's 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 up right now and that he's next up. He's, but, he's up uh, for real. I'm, I'm keeping a close eye for him, man. He's just dope. <laughs>